everybody, this is Townsend. I'm a singer, songwriter, musician, and mental health advocate, and I started the You're Not Alone project and podcast to help educate, spread awareness, and simply help you feel a little less alone, no matter what you're going through. Thank you so much for tuning in to Season 2 of You're Not Alone with Townsend. Be sure to click the follow button and share these stories. You can also watch the interviews on our YouTube under Townsend T Music. You can also keep up with the journey if you follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Townsend T Music. Every like, follow, and share helps us continue to change lives. What is up, everybody? It is Townsend. Welcome to You're Not Alone with Townsend. Once again, this is a super special episode. I'm so excited about this one. I say that, I literally say that every episode. I have this conversation every one, but every story is so inspirational, so amazing. So I ran across this story on Instagram, actually. Somebody had me look up your page, and I fell in love the first time I saw it because it is one, something I've never heard of, and this is a diagnosis I had to look up myself, and it just it really caught my attention reading more about it learning more about it following your story so basically this is Sadie's mom so she posts a lot of social media about Sadie which is her daughter and she has a diagnosis of San Filippo syndrome is that how you pronounce it that's right that's good perfect thank you so much I've been working on it no so San Filippo syndrome we will get more into that as we keep talking but it's something like I said super new to me and I thought yeah I have to have her on to talk about it. So thank you so much for joining us. Of course. Thank you so much for reaching out. This is awesome. This helps tremendously, you know, just spreading awareness and yeah, this is awesome. I am literally so honored to do that. And I'm honored to follow your page and just for you to be on here and share the story. And that's exactly what the podcast is for, to help people feel a little bit less alone. I've been reading up a lot and it looks like there's not a ton of research for the syndrome, but we'll get into that a little bit later. So let's hop in. Let's introduce you, Ashley, and tell us a little bit about yourself as well as Sadie, since we're going to be chatting about her. Okay. So I'm Ashley, Sadie's mom. Um, and that's what I get called a lot of times. Yeah. Are you Sadie's mom? <laughs> She's the star. She's the star. Yeah, I've learned to deal with it. It's fine. (laughs) Um, So we live in North Carolina and Sadie is, she'll be seven in March, which is crazy. And I actually work in the research field, which is, it's kind of crazy because that's, you know, what we, our goal is to get her into a research study. Um, My research is not as intense as the things that she would do. She is in like phase one studies that are, you know, infusions and things. And what I do, it's like diabetes and blood pressure. It's not still important, you know, still important though. Yes. But it's, um, it's been easy for me to kind of navigate the, um, the field with, I know some of the lingo with reaching out to doctors about studies and she was actually in a clinical trial. So it's kind of easier for me a little bit. Cause I know a little background stuff on clinical trials. So that's been helpful. And she is just, what you see on social media, like I have a lot of people say, is she really like that happy? And she is like, Aww. she's never, she's never upset and mad. She just is joyful. Like she is the epitome of joy. And it's, it's, it's hard to be sad and, and look to the future when you have, which is, I think that's a blessing. That's God. Oh, that's a yeah. godsend for us that, that she has that joy and, and all of that, that, it's not dreary days. We have good days and we live in the moment and, and all of that. So, yeah, I love that so much. We were talking before we hopped on here. If you haven't followed those social media, Sadie's like 
a beautiful little six-year-old girl and I was telling her mom I don't know how you say no because she's got this big old like bright eyes in which she looks at the camera I'm like okay you can have whatever you want okay fine 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 so I don't know how she doesn't get no a lot yeah she would have all the it's kind of like I have a golden retriever and she's obese because I can't say no because they're just so cute and you're just like okay fine you can have whatever you want I love it. (laughs) I love it so much. How amazing though, that she's so positive. Let's, let's hop in because I'm interested to tell people what in the world San Filippo syndrome actually is. I want to personally thank you for taking the time to listen to these conversations. It truly means so much. We've changed so many lives for the better and we want to continue doing so throughout 2023. This project is made possible by sponsors and patrons. So if you'd like to help keep the You're Not Alone project going and hearing these amazing stories, we would love for you to join the family at patreon.com slash Music. Just for signing up, you'll get free merch, discounts, and behind-the-scenes patron-only footage, not only of my music, but of each episode. That's right, so each guest on every episode answers a few more questions that only patrons will be able to watch and listen to. So head on over to patreon.com slash Townsend Team Music and let's continue changing lives. So what I saw was basically your body can't break down sugars is the layman way to put it. Um, mm-hmm. And they're calling it childhood dementia. Yeah, and that's that's like an easy way and it's kind of a it pulls at your heartstrings a little bit to yes. hear children can have dementia, but it, it works in the same, like the same timeline kind of as dementia in the elderly. It's, you know, the kids progress normally until it's different for every kid, but you know, around five or six, and then they start to lose skills. They lose their, their memory. They lose their ability to speak, to walk, to talk, like all it, they lose everything. Um, and the life expectancy is around the mid teens for San Filippo. Oh my gracious. Did you have any idea what this was before Sadie came along? No. Yeah. (laughs) I, so I've read, correct me if I'm wrong. I try to do some research before I chat to people. And the only thing I could find was it's considered a rare diagnosis. But like one in 700,000 kids are diagnosed, but that doesn't sound that rare to me. And it's, I don't know, like I wrote it down. Let's see, one in 169 people are carriers. So it's, it's not as rare as you think. It's it's crazy. Um, But both parents have to be carriers. Okay. And then you only, you still only have a 25% chance, even if both parents are carriers. Okay. Um, So you have a lot of siblings, um, you know, they'll have one kid with it, one kid without it, or they'll have, we have multiple twins, which blows my mind. One has it and one doesn't. And that's just crazy to me, but. Okay. Wow. So it's kind of just drawing a straw, whatever you get, you get. Okay. That is so, so interesting to me. So when did you all start to question Sadie's development? So like, what were her first signs and symptoms where you were like, man, something is going on here. So we were lucky. Yeah. Sadie, when she was born, she was, she was not premature. She was technically term, but she was having issues breathing. We, she was airlifted to the local children's hospital because we had her in our local hospital and it's not very big. They don't have any kind of NICU set up or anything like that. 
Um, so she was airlifted, which that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that will make you have a cardiac arrest as a mother. Yes, I can I only go imagine. With her. I like it's like you can't. I had an epidural. You can't feel your legs. You can't get on. Well, yeah, you're like, like I will run. I will crawl with. I will yes. army crawl with my hands. Yes, I was like, <gasps> okay, you are discharging me in exactly twelve hours after birth, and I'm yeah. going up. Like <laughs> they knew. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mama, Mama bear, bear had already come exactly. out. It was like day one. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Um, but she was having lots of trouble breathing at birth. She had a brain hemorrhage not long after birth. Um, not exactly sure when. She was also having trouble eating. There were just a lot of little things she was having issues with that she shouldn't have been because she wasn't premature. And so my husband had a distant cousin. So when I say we didn't know anything about San Felipe, we knew of it. Right. My husband had a distant cousin, and I, I forget the number. It's like fifth cousin or something. Whoa, yeah. Um, I don't yeah. even, so I can't even name cousin. my fourth cousin. Yeah. I don't even know that it's I know my third cousin. cousin. <laughs> and she, ha- we knew she had San Filippo. We didn't, okay. I don't even know if I knew how to pronounce it right. Yeah, right. <laughs> so we knew that was in the family. So we were having all these issues and I was just trying to come up with why are we having these issues? Like, what is the reasoning you know, what can be causing all this stuff? And so they ask you all the questions, you know, is there any issues in your family like this and all that stuff? And the only thing I could come up with was that was in my husband's family. Wow. So we had her tested. She actually was diagnosed at three months old, which is super crazy in the wow. San Filippo world. Right. Um, usually the only kids that are diagnosed that young are like siblings from other kids that were diagnosed. Right. So we were super lucky in getting that diagnosis so young because we were able to, you know, start all of the speech therapy, the physical therapy, occupational therapy. We, we were able to get her on all, everything and, and, you know, try as hard as we could to build up as much as we could. Yeah. Um, she was actually accepted into a clinical trial when she was three. Oh, Wow. And it's been a roller coaster life so far. Like, so we were in the clinical trial for like three months or something crazy. And they were like, we're not going to continue this study. And it was actually helping her. Like she was doing very well on the study drug. Yes. So she was on the study drug for two years. They did honor the agreement of being on the drug for two years, which that's also, that was a huge blessing. Most of the time when they say we're done, it's done. Right. Um, but she was on that clinical trial for two years and it was huge for her. Like she had no regression, you know, she was doing so well. And since she's been off of it, we have noticed her struggling more with her work. They're here and they don't come out. Like it's, it's, she's trying, she gets frustrated sometimes, but she's still, even with that, when she gets frustrated, she's still just so happy with like life and it's, it's contagious. It really is. I love it. So when somebody stops a clinical trial, does that mean that they're like, okay, for the majority, this isn't working or have they, you know, like, what does that mean for them to say? Yes. Okay. Yeah, usually. But in this study, all the, there were six total kids. Mm -hmm. So it was a phase one trial. So the first time it was in humans at all. So that's, that's another scary thing that we, you know, there was lots of, turnover at the pharmaceutical company and they decided to focus on different um, rare diseases yeah yeah. we fought it we fought it 
like we fought it so hard. We petitioned it. We reached out to Aunt Jessica helped me with this. She contacted, I don't know, it was probably like 50 different pharmaceutical companies and different people in the pharmaceutical industry to be like, will you purchase this drug and continue this study because it's working. It's maybe not great for every kid, but I mean, there's not only one blood pressure medicine, there's lots of blood pressure medicines, you know, like, but we reached out to so many people. And I mean, we were on zoom meetings, just begging, begging for people to just purchase the drug. And it was just too hard of a drug to, to make it's too hard to make and it's expensive to make yeah and it's something that the kids have to get you would have to get weekly for the rest of your life so it's a huge expense yeah but it's also a child's life man I don't know if I would rather have that moment of hope and it be taken away or just not ever have that moment of hope you know like how I know I know I've never thought about that before which I'm sure most people listening you're not in that position. So you don't even think about trial and then them being like, mm, never mind, we got to stop this. That's crazy. Yeah, it is. It's Holy crazy. Molly. So when you found out that she had the same Philippa, let me let me start with this first. So the fifth okay. cousin or whatever, did y'all have contact with them? Like, were you able to ask questions about it or? Yes. Okay, yeah, they, that's awesome. They were very helpful, especially initially, you know, just kind of. And, and that was something that I shielded myself from for a while like I didn't want to see the later stages and yeah and we still had a newborn I didn't I didn't want to see all of that stuff so there's all the Facebook groups there's all the things and I still sometimes don't really pay attention to them because it's yeah ignorance is bliss and I don't yes. I don't want to see it yes yeah so like but they were very helpful they were very sweet and kind and answered any questions and yeah I can and, only yeah it, it was awesome to at least have distant family that was there for us absolutely now how old are you 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 <laughs> look like 17 what you're 36 you. yeah okay I was yes. thinking oh my gosh she must have been a baby when you had her okay I only ask because you literally look like you might be 18 you're my new best friend <laughs> I'm being so serious so my mind was like trying to wrap around like literally being a child yourself and oh, raising. I not imagine that. Yeah. Well, at any age, just mm-hmm. the maturity level that you have to have immediately day one, you're like, okay, we're in it to win it. Let's figure out how to do this. So with that, did you have to seek out a specialist? I know you were talking about your, you know how to do research so you can like yeah. rock some research, but what about specialists? Like I cannot imagine going to my primary care physician and being like, this is San Felipe and him being like, oh yeah, I know exactly what that is. Right. (laughs) Like, so how did, yeah. They would not. So initially the hospital we were at that she was in the NICU at, they didn't really know much about San Felipe, but they did put us in contact. Luckily in North Carolina at UNC Chapel Hill, um, our doctor, Dr. Munzer is a huge he's a big deal in the San Filippo community. He speaks at all the big meetings. Wow. He's awesome. What he's are the chances? Like, and I know, like we've been so like, for us to have such a terrible diagnosis, we've been so lucky. Like it's yeah. like all these things and you don't really think about them at the time. But like when I'm telling my story, I'm like, luckily Dr. Munzer is just right up the road. Like most yeah. people have to fly in to see him and he's just right up the road from us. Also her clinical trial 
was at Chapel Hill. Okay. Wow. Like up the road. I mean, yeah. I mean, it was, we didn't have to relocate. We didn't have to, you know, we were about two hours away, which that was, that sucked at the time, but (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like some of the other families had to like relocate for two years and that's yes I had imagine. I have had guests on here that relocated to different country like they packed up their whole family flew found a place to live just to do a clinical study so to be two hours away that's amazing amazing um yeah. okay so we talked about being familiar with it you had a little bit of an idea so for the people listening you know, you did this clinical trial, which means there's mm-hmm. usually not much research on it just yet. So is there a cure or even a way to help manage, maintain her progress right now? No. So there's no treatment. There's no cure. Um, we have her own, we have her own Prozac because there was a study that was done in mice that showed that it decreases the buildup in their brains. Okay. So we're doing like our own study yeah. to see if that helps. Like we just, it's kind of just a, the little bit of research that's out there. You kind of got to dig for it and it. just try it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah might as I well mean, there's try no it. cure at all. Like literally the only hope for kids with San Filippo is to get them in a clinical trial. And then that's still just a clinical trial. Like it's not a, you know, it's not a guarantee. It's just a, sure. we're going to try this and see. Right. Oh my goodness. That my, my mind is just like clicking, thinking about this sweet little girl. Like y'all, she's so precious. So she's, you said she's about turned seven or eight. She'll be seven. In She'll March. be seven. Okay. So comparatively, like how is she functioning as a seven-year-old as compared to like a typically developing seven-year-old? So for people that don't follow your social media, what are some things that she does that are maybe signs of regression to give people an idea of what you work with every day so like potty training or speech wise so cognitively she's around a three-year-old level okay which she's still able to communicate that's a huge blessing most kids at this age with San Felipe are not able to communicate um potty train she's never been potty trained yeah and that was something that I never even really pushed just because I knew it was just gonna it was going to turn back around eventually. So I never even really pushed it, but also with San Filippo, those kids are very hyperactive. Um, So if you see us out in a restaurant and she's doing laps, (laughs) this is Applebee's. It's not fine dining. You're fine. (laughs) Karen, get up and go to a different restaurant. This is just Applebee's. Okay. You're fine. (laughs) Okay. Okay. What? So she's like ready to rock and roll. Oh, Does yeah. she ever like, sleep? Does it affect her sleep pattern? It it has not affected her sleep, but wow. that is very big in San Felipe. Like I've seen um, moms on social media posts that their kids been up for like two days straight. Oh I, my goodness. I can't be doing that. Like, <laughs> That's how you look 18. Gonna you got to you get your yeah. rest. Yeah. The grandparents are going to be coming in for that. Like yeah. we can't be doing up all night. Wow. But thankfully right now she sleeps perfectly, but the hyperactivity, um, and she has no fear. So like if we are, you know, out in a parking lot or we don't really walk up the street because she just runs. Yeah. So she doesn't have that, um, fear factor, um, of knowing that she shouldn't do that. So do you, like when you go out in public, let's say you go to the grocery store. So for me, the grocery store is overstimulating enough by myself how in the world do you do daily tasks so 
for her, like a lot of autistic kids don't like the overstimulating, like the loud noises and lots of people. She thrives off that. So she really, is, yeah. So she's sensory seeking. Wow. Once in a while, loud noises affect her, but not normally. But like she loves people. Like she'll just randomly in a so grocery awesome. store, she'll just walk up and hold somebody's hand. Like oh, I have to be like, oh god. my god, I'm sorry. That like is... I feel like I have a dog. Like she's not gonna bite. She's just friendly. <laughs> she's just she's not gonna bite. Yeah. <laughs> she's just friendly. Um, but she does have like an impulse control issue as well. Like they just throw things, and yeah. that's part of San Filippo. So, and and it's kind of like sometimes she'll accidentally hit you or you know flail her arms and it's it's really just an impulse issue and she also puts everything in her mouth so we normally have these little chewies that clip on her shirt like with the passy clip and stick that in her mouth and and she's usually good but sometimes the impulse she throws it so it's (laughs) listen I'm not gonna lie if I didn't have that little filter I'd be picking up things at the store and eating them too you know like you walk by the fresh (laughs) fruit and like my automatic thought is like pick it up and eat it so I yeah, can't imagine being yeah. seven and that I would be like done, done. Like I would want to just throw it. Yeah. Just you chunk just it at somebody it. who doesn't want to do that. Like, let's be for real. When have you not wanted to throw an she orange at a stranger? Yeah. Like I'm kind of like, okay. She lives really everybody's though. best life. <laughs> Speaking of that, does, does she seem to understand that she's having a regression? Does, does that seem to bother her? I know you no, said she gets she frustrated. Has- she doesn't okay. understand it at all, thankfully, because yeah, I was going to say that's I kind mean, of a blessing. And we, she's the only child. So it's not something that would be so hard to explain to an older sibling or a younger. Like, I just feel like that's, that's hard. She does have a lot of cousins and I haven't really had like talks with them, but it's like, they know, like kids are, kids are amazing. They like, really are. It's, it's crazy. Like we have a church that we just started going to the beginning of last year. Um, and they actually have a special needs program and it's, cool. it's so awesome because they, like the regular kids will go and do like trips over the summer, like bowling and skating and little things like that. And they always include the special needs class. Oh. And it is just so sweet because it's like, those kids are like, they'll kind of like, look like something's different. Yeah. And then, and they're trying to figure it out. And then a few minutes later, it's like, they'll come and like want to hold her hand or like want to take her and do stuff. Like, it's like, they know it's so sweet. I love that. We've had that conversation multiple times on this podcast. If only we could have the innocence of a child. Cause like anybody with a disability or anybody on here that we talk about, like the, the struggles that we have, kids are just like, what, why she not talk like me? And you explain it and they're like, okay. And they move on and that's it. Yeah. And then we get older and all judgmental. So Kids are just so innocent and so pure, and it's so cool to watch. It I is, love it. it I love it's it. So sweet. Yeah. So I guess you've not really had to have a conversation with her. Like no. I guess that would be really hard to have. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, she wouldn't understand. Yeah, and it's a blessing. She doesn't, like you said, she doesn't realize. She doesn't see the regression. That is mm-hmm. amazing. Because I wondered myself, like, how disappointing would it be in yourself to be like, ah, yesterday I could do that. Yeah. And like when she's doing things with the other kids, it it doesn't seem to register to her that that kid's doing more or running faster or, you know, it, it, it doesn't seem to register her. She just, again, living her best life. Living her best (laughs) life. Okay. So far it's sad. She sounds like a pretty amazing kid. Um, She is. What did I know on social media, you post her aunt quite a bit. Who, what is like your support group look like? 
that helps you with all of this? So grandparents are yeah. like, if I say I need something, they're there like all the time. And we live in the same neighborhood as my mother-in-law. My father-in-law lives just down the road. My parents do live in a different town, but they're only like 30 minutes away. But she FaceTimes Sadie every day. Like Yo. my mother-in-law picks her up from school and Aunt Jessica FaceTimes her every day. Like it's, they have the sweetest it. little bond and, and Aunt Jessica is my saving grace. Like she does all of our social media, you know, when we got the news about that clinical trial, she was the one that helps write letters and get in contact with all these people. And she's just been amazing. Like I, I couldn't do this without her. Bless you. It what is. a man, what a patient person you have to be. So I applaud you for that. Like it, that is just it's taken a lot to get there. It yeah. really has taken a lot. Like I've had to learn and, you know, kind of evolve myself and, yeah. you know, Oh, yeah. I can only imagine the maturity that you've had the past seven years for sure. Okay, here's a tough one. What's something you wish you knew in the beginning that you know now? So something seven years ago, maybe before you had her or when you had her that you wish you knew? I just wish that I knew that everything was going to be okay. Yeah. That she's amazing, like you think. Yeah. She is perfect. She's going to blow your mind with her personality, like I don't know where she got that personality. It was not me. She is. And, and just, I want to remind myself to, and I, I've grown into this too, to live each day, yeah. you know, to the fullest. Like she to does. Cherish. Yes. Yes. And, and that's what we do. We, I don't really focus on the future. I yeah. pay attention to the here and now, and we try to make as many memories as we can. Um, and yeah, I just, to live in the moment and to be grateful that she, even with the terrible diagnosis, that she is here. You know, I wouldn't yeah. trade her for anything. Like just that personality, it's. Yeah. She's almost teaching you more than you're teaching her. Oh, she definitely is teaching you more. <laughs> She's teaching she you some life is. lessons. She's she like, definitely I is. feel like God's like, Ashley needs to learn a little patience. So. Okay. Done, we could all done. 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 <laughs> I feel like we could all learn that man uh I had a preacher tell me forever ago he's like be careful praying for patience because uh you'll get tested and it'll be the hardest thing you've ever done for sure I oh, think yeah. my I think my favorite thing on social media that you guys do is the tiny little things like one of them was let's say I think it was you her aunt and her in like a sequined new year's dress and it was so <laughs> fun like she's dressed to the nines and now just having like a big time at home and I love that so yeah. much like just like we celebrating. Were celebrating new year's that was just, we just put the sequins on and like dance and had but a dance I love party. It. And like, <laughs> I love it so much. She, she just said this dancing. cute little dress. Yes. And it was, it was fun, but we do like the past two summers, I have gone part-time at my job so that I can spend more time with her wow. and so that we could go on little adventures. So every it. week we would go on like a couple times a week. Sometimes we would do like I don't know, like a museum, a playground, like build a bear, you know, any little thing. And we would do that. And I would always try to invite some of my friends and especially my friends that have kids, not necessarily her age, but just kids. Yeah. And I feel like that's a good way to incorporate her and have like one-on-one -on -one time with kids so that they kind of 
know more, understand her more and everything. Yeah. But that that's been my goal in life is to just do all of the things like just we're going on a Make-A-Wish trip to Disney. And I was like, if we weren't going with Make-A-Wish, we were going with Disney. We were going to Disney anyway. Like we were oh, trying to go. It. We went to Peppa Pig theme park. Yes. Last, that is awesome. Like in November. Like yeah. I'm just trying to get in all of the memories with her that I can. Man. I even had her pictures done in my wedding dress, oh which you got a hyperactive kid and you're trying to hold up a wedding dress. <laughs> and I told the photographer, I was like, you're going to charge me more. Like, I was going to say, she deserves her money. <laughs> wow. And they Thinking turned that. out amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Wow. Okay. So can you like adopt me? Because <laughs> like the, this really does sound like the best life. Let's like, do it. Come yes, on. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be the aunt from Arkansas that just joins in on you these. You can be Aunt Townsend. Like, yeah, we, got the, we need. Yeah, more. Aunts, really, the more the merrier. <laughs> I'm really great with kids. I'm fun, but yeah, I'm just gonna join on these trips. Okay. Yeah, you have a dog. That's it. Like, a golden retriever. <laughs> oh my gosh, she would lick Sadie to death. Like she <laughs> loves kids and water more than anything in the world. <laughs> yeah it's perfect we've got it all worked out that's it I think okay I think I'm adopted now (laughs) I love it okay so what advice do you have for people maybe going through something similar maybe not even just saying Filippo syndrome but a diagnosis with a child or something tough just any kind of advice you have so I think the biggest thing is you need a community family friends um, we work with the foundation, the Cure San Filippo Foundation. They've been amazing, and they also help fund research. Um, I think, I think community is the biggest. If I didn't have, you know, a grandparent to keep her once in a while on the weekends, I would lose my cold. <laughs> yeah. And also advocate. You are your kid's advocate. Like the doctors tell you, no, or you know, you're the advocate and you speak for your child. I love that. Absolutely. Absolutely. She can't get up and speak for herself. Get you an aunt, like the, the one that y'all have and just an go aunt sign Jessica. petitions. I love that. She that's just picked the up the phone and was get like, no, nah, that's it. Yeah. Pick up that phone and just, yeah, I love that so much. You guys are rocking it. I love keeping up your, your story. It's just so inspiring. It's amazing. Thank you. I appreciate that. That that means a lot. And it and it's so cool that we have reached so many people. I mean, you're in Arkansas. Yeah, right. Like it's crazy. You know, we went to that when we went to the Peppa Pig theme park, we flew to Florida and somebody on the flight was like, Is that Sadie? Whoa, she's she's like, famous. Yeah. It's worth it. Like all of this time that Jessica yeah, right. <laughs> is putting into social media, like, and it means so much that. I mean, so many people now know what San Filippo is. Right. I mean, it sounds like a Mexican restaurant, <laughs> but it's not. Like, El San Filippo. Now, yeah. I wish it was that fun. Yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> like everybody likes to get some queso. Right. <laughs> Who doesn't want guac and queso? But it's it's so amazing how social media has done that, how social media has helped us reach. I mean, there's so much negativity with social media. You know, that's a whole different podcast. Yeah. But like- it's awesome. Like you can reach so many people that you had no idea. Exactly. And Ashley, thank you so much for joining me. It's been such a pleasure. I can't wait for people to hear your answers and just help spread awareness and love. And if anything, just remind people to live daily. 
like yes, live life, yes. love, you know, we we're talking about those Hobby Lobby yeah. sayings, but really yeah. honest to goodness, I applaud you for your patience and your love. And thank you for keeping us updated via social media. It's been super eye-opening and honestly, it's reminded me to not take small things for granted. So thank you. And thank you so much for having me. This is, this is huge. Like this is only my second podcast. The first one was kind of small, but like, this is huge. Like I'm so excited and I love your message. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I will say, I always tell my guests when you sign up to be on here, you've basically signed up to be friends. So you'll be hearing from me. I always check in on my people. So I'll be checking trips. in. That's it. Aunt Townsend going to be checking in from time to time. Okay. That's just, that's just the contract you signed. All right. I'm y'all have it. I love it. All right. Y'all have a fantastic day and we'll, we'll keep in touch. Oh, All right. See you, Ashley. So yeah, absolutely. Bye. Bye. If you're interested in a more holistic approach to mental health, I have the perfect place for you. My friend Rasha Clark is a counselor and neurotherapist located in the Little Rock, Arkansas area. She focuses on holistic body work, so that means treating mental health through brain and body interventions. Their services include psychotherapy, neurofeedback, and lymphatic drainage. So what is neurofeedback? Basically, it encourages the brain to learn more effective ways to self-regulate and ultimately produce more healthful brainwave patterns, which leads to more helpful thinking and behavior patterns. Lymphatic drainage, this is cool. They use the Balancer Pro, which gently compresses your body. It helps drain and flush out swelling, eliminate toxins, lactic acid, and muscle soreness, all of which contribute to cognitive and physiological decline. So if this interests you, be sure to go visit my friend Raisha Clark or visit her website at thecollectivecounseling.com. You won't regret it. Okay, guys, if you're in the market to buy or sell, I have the perfect company for you. Clark & Co. Realty is located in the Benton, Bryant, Arkansas area. They're able to serve you no matter where you're located in the state. They've streamlined the process of buying or selling a home to make it so much easier. They have a team of industry experts that make sure you have access from anything you can think of. I'm talking from local home inspectors to painters to gardeners and so much more just to provide you with the best service possible. They're dedicated to providing the most up-to-date market data in the area. And I think the coolest part is if you go on their website, you can use their easy-to-use fast property search. You can even create a custom market report to see what's active, under contract, and sold in your neighborhood. Their team is made up of caring, knowledgeable professionals that work around the clock to help you with the process of buying and selling your home. So again, if you're in the market to buy or sell, Clark & Co. Realty is definitely the company for you. Tell them Townsend sent you. Let's be honest. I think we could all use somebody to talk to every now and then. Healing Path Counseling in Conway, Arkansas is 100% my go-to when it comes to therapy. Wendy Blackwood has more credentials than letters in the alphabet. She's won awards for her outstanding services and has a whole page of board memberships. Basically, she knows what she's doing. She works hard to help equip you with the tools needed to live your best life. She even offers a variety of services including, but not limited to, cognitive behavioral therapy, technology-assisted counseling, relationship counseling, and EMDR. Trust me, I know therapy can be intimidating at first, 
But let me assure you, Wendy does her best to make you comfortable and find the best solutions and plans for you. Trust me, don't wait to make the call. Give Wendy Blackwood at Healing Path Counseling a call today. Get started on the best version of you.